Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. And welcome to TC Live, wrapping up action at the National Bank Open in the Great North. We are presented by the Walt Disney World Resort 50th anniversary celebration. Tennis Channel is the happiest place on earth all week as we are less than a month away from the U.S. Open. Here's what's coming up over the next 30 minutes. After going 14 months without a victory, Serena Williams has returned to the winner's circle. Why she said there's a light at the end of the tunnel, plus... A pair of Canadian lefties looking to steal the show on night one. Shapovalov in Montreal and Leila Fernandez in Toronto. And still planning on a September return to action. It's time for Roger Federer to break training and celebrate another birthday. 41 candles for Roger Federer as we welcome you to TC Live After Dark. Steve Weissman, we've got CeCe Bellis making her TC Live debut. Welcome, Cece. Thanks. Excited to be here. It is so good to see you. We were in Charleston. We were outside. Now we're inside. You've been killing it all week long. And we've got the Hall of Famer, Andy Roddick. Andy, I thought we were going to do two shows in one day, but it's now a new day for you because it's 1 a.m. where you are. So you're putting in the extra work as well. East Coast time, Steve. We just did two two shows, but different days, I'm telling you. But I'm happy to be with you. <laughs> and how cool is it to have Cece Bellis make her TC Live debut, Andy? I mean, always good to see the young blood. Happy to have Cece on. I was listening to her all day long. Good effort, Cece. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Normally, we're not here this late. But listen, we do what we got to do. You got Venus Williams. You got to see Venus. And earlier today, we had our little sister, Serena Williams. Little sister. 23 major titles. Getting ready for the U.S. Open. We flash back, though. Roland Garros last year. Third round against Danielle Collins. This is Serena's last win on tour. Now, since then... A couple losses at Wimbledon, most recently against Harmony Tan. But Canada, a place where Serena's game has always turned up. Three-time champ there. Semifinals are better. Last six appearances, Andy. Playing a lucky loser today, Nuria Parizas-Diaz. Yeah, and the two things we're looking for today, Steve, are is, are, is Serena getting in and out of the corners uh, effectively? And is she winning points on her first serve? Is she able to step up and hit the shot she wants to down break points? Uh, right here, she says, I can still get out of those corners, Steve. Watch me run. Watch me take advantage. The crowd was loving this from Serena. Love to see the extra hustle. And then the forehand cross court, that is vintage stuff right there. We love to see it. The crowd is firmly behind Serena, as they should have been considering the absence. But right here, Steve, this is what I love to see. Placing the serves, stepping up, hitting the shot when down in the score, not nervous, going after the ball, up the line. That's a nice little sign of confidence there uh, from Serena. And listen, she's won a lot of first-round matches in her career. I, I, I got to think this one had a little bit of extra special meaning because she hasn't often gone 14 or 15 months between uh, between victories. So great to see Serena back in the winner's circle. Now has the most wins at the Canadian Open in the Open era. Her first win in more than 14 months. So with that, let's hear from Serena Williams. 
I feel good. I felt like I competed well today. And, you know, I think that's what I needed to do is just to compete. And um, mentally, I feel, you know, I'm getting there. I'm not where I normally am, and I'm not where I want to be. But I think any match that I play, whether I win or lose, it helps me get there mentally because I haven't played a lot in the last year, two years. What is it that uh, continues to drive you or keeps you hungry in the sport? Um, I don't know. I guess there's just a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> a light at the end of the tunnel, Cece. Uh, what, what do you think she means by that? And, and what stood out to you from her performance today? Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure what she means by that. Uh, but, you know, it's obviously amazing to see her play today. She looked fit. She was in good form, a lot better than when she played at Wimbledon. So it was, it was really great to see her, her improvement from there. Andy, what do you want to see from Serena here in Canada and Cincinnati to make you believe that she can win the U.S. Open? Let's not get to the winning part yet. Let's win matches first, Steve. Let's build up. Let's retrain the motor skills, right? Because Serena said, even though I went out and I was physically pretty good today, people always say it's like riding a bike, but you're more likely to fall off the bike if you haven't done it recently, right? So I think Serena was spot on with her own kind of self-diagnosis. But the two things that I always look for with Serena – First serve percentage, I don't care if she's a shadow of herself with the movement, which she actually looked pretty good today. If she's serving up near, uh, you know, above 60%, she's going to win her fair, fair share of points. And how she hits second serve returns, if she's going after them, those are the two shots that kind of take control away from her opponent. And she can kind of sacrifice half a step, which she's probably lost over time with that first strike ability of which she's been second to none in the history of the women's game. Posted on Instagram after the match with the caption, don't forget to do something you love today. Serena, we love being here. So we're going to dedicate the rest of TC Live for you. Serena Williams, 23 <laughs> majors. How about the last two Americans, though, to win major titles, playing a first-round match today? That is Sloane Stephens. Yes, she won the U.S. Open 2017. Sophia Kennan. When the Australian Open in 2020, CC, this one was wild. <laughs> this was a roller coaster of a match. Sloan got off to a super early lead, won the first, was up 5-1 in the second set, had match points at 5-1 and 5-2. But Kenan, you can never count her out. She's such a fighter. She ended up coming back, winning the second set, taking it 7-6, and then Sloan ended up prevailing in the third. But they had some incredible tennis long points and, and really just can't ever count uh, Sophia out. It was such such an incredible match. Sloan did well, actually, to come back after losing that second set. It's so tough mentally to, to really reset at the beginning of a third set. She got off to an early lead again. Sophia came back. It was a roller coaster through and through. But finally, we saw another match point number five there for, for Sloan. But she finally got it here. And oh my gosh, what a relief for Sloan to get through this one. It's such a mental battle, but she finally did it. Her first singles win since Roland Garros. Cannon, by the way, has now lost eight straight matches. Sloan said, I don't think I've ever been in a match where I've had multiple match points over the course and didn't lose my mind, so I'm just proud of that. Here is our match summary presented by Walt Disney World Resort's 50th anniversary celebration. Uh, Andy, six match points separated by an hour and a half and a couple rain delays. How about it? Yeah, good for Sloan to get through it. Obviously, uh, a kind of a tricky matchup. But if I'm in uh, Sophia Kennan's coaching corner, right, and I can say, listen, you could have lost two and one. We need the reps on this comeback trail. You're able to sneak out another hour and a half just with grit, a little determination. That benefits you moving forward in this comeback. So 
Listen, not the result that Sophia Cannon would have wanted, but the time spent on court, those tough moments that you can't replicate uh, in practice. Net win for Sophia Cannon. That was a gutsy comeback in the second set from Kennan. Meantime, the top-ranked Canadian Layla Fernandez playing her first match since making the quarterfinals at Roland Garros, where she suffered that fracture in her foot. Taking on qualifier and Storm Sanders, CC, who has lost her last eight main draw matches. What did you see in this when you called the match? Yeah, this was actually really great tennis from both players. One of the more high-quality matches of the day. Storm Sanders came out, was playing unbelievable tennis, so aggressive, really going for her shots. Whenever Fernandez had a a lead in this match, Storm didn't back off. She really went after it and, and continued her aggressive game. It was really impressive to see, but Layla, you know, like you said, coming off of an injury at Roland Garros, hasn't had a ton of matches under her belt, but she looks super strong in this. And again, like Sloan, super mentally tough to come back after, um, you know, a tough second set loss, but did really well in this third set, even with Storm probably playing some of the best tennis of her career. And obviously in front of a home crowd, it was just an electric atmosphere. The, they were all pulling for, for Fernandez so hard, so it was, it was great to see, and she was so pumped up by this one. Said it's been a tough few weeks, but she's got the green light to compete. Foot's healthy, and this is her first win at the home event. Really special for Layla, who's also playing doubles with her sister, Bianca Jolie, this week. And the men, they are over in Montreal playing the Masters 1000 event. Dennis Shapovalov, Andy, 1-8 since he beat Rafa Nadal in Rome. Looking for his first tour-level win against the Atlanta champ, Alex Dimonor. Yeah, Dimonor, obviously the more informed player uh, coming off the win in Atlanta. Shapo's obviously been struggling since that Rome event, but he likes playing here in Canada, Steve. We saw him kind of come out guns blazing uh, a couple of years ago, getting a win against Rock Nadal. Uh, wanting to hear from the crowd, I actually like this. When you're struggling with form, you try to take advantage of every asset you have, and obviously the crowd going to be on Shapo's side, and whether he's looking for him or has form, he's always electric. He is always fun to watch. The athleticism is always on full display. Uh, shot maker to the extreme. Imanur probably a little bit more solid, forcing them to come up and try to force the issue from bad parts in the court, from deep parts in the court. I'd love to see Shapo kind of play that uh, cat and mouse game a little bit better. Rain comes and just ruins the fun for all of us, Steve. It really did. Uh, you know both of these guys, CC. Three all, second set tiebreak. I mean, what do you think's going through their minds tonight as they have basically a sprint tomorrow when they get back on court? It's honestly so tough to go to sleep, and obviously Andy knows this too, but in the middle of a match, especially at such a big moment of the match, I can't even imagine what they're thinking. But, you know, tomorrow could be a couple points, could be a lot longer than that, a full another set. So it'll be really interesting to see how they come out tomorrow. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow, Andy? Is Denis Shapovalov going to break this run of futility or Alex D. Menor? Keep it going. I mean, I, you got to go with the hot hand of D. Menor. If I'm uh, either of these guys, one thing I might adjust it's trying to make my warm-up and my practice time a little bit closer to when you have to go on the court. If I could actually time it to where I'm finishing warm-up, going to the locker room and getting called out to the match straight away, having uh, already having kind of a sweat on and having hit balls for about a half hour, I would seriously consider doing that. Rain, Mother Nature undefeated in our sport. Much more still to come here. TC Live after dark with Andy and CC. We got more highlights from Montreal, more highlights from Toronto. Plus, we got some record book housekeeping to attend to. We got to break down the latest assault on one of Andy Roddick's milestones. You don't want to miss this. TC Live rolling on. TC Live is presented by the Walt Disney World Resort 50th Anniversary Celebration.
Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Andy, CC, Steve, back with you on TC Live, presented by the Walt Disney World Resort 50th anniversary celebration. Summer in the cities leading up to New York City. Tennis.com, your online source for everything you need to know. You, of course, can also watch TC Live every day, 9 a.m. Eastern. It is a two-hour pregame show to get you ready for the year's final major. Can't wait to talk about all the action going on in Arthur Ashe Stadium. But we go back to Montreal first. The American, Mackie McDonald, Slovakian, Alex Molchan, both at career-high rankings. But Molchan is ranked higher, and McDonald hasn't won back-to-back matches since Roland Garros. Those would remain true facts. Molchan wins in straight sets. The four-seed Casper Ruud is up next for him. Up next on Bally Sports tomorrow, we got Leif Shiras, Jan, Michael Gamble with coverage. Also on T2 for Samsung Owners, CC Bellis has been killing it on T2. It is 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Much more still to come on TC Live. Another American star, Jensen Brooksby in action. Made the final in Atlanta, but he get his first win in Canada. Uh-oh, the silencer back out on the court. Roddick Bellis, Weissman, back with you on TC Live After Dark. Summer in the cities. Three weeks until TC Live at the U.S. Open. We've got Cincinnati starting August 14th. Big-time event, 1,000 level for the ATP WTA. CC just found out, going to be tennis in the land, making calls, doing play-by-play, doing analyst work, WTA event in Cleveland the week before the U.S. Open. Uh, back to Montreal we go. Jensen Brooksby, Alexander Bublik. They have both made finals this summer, Andy Roddick. Uh, the American, though, going for his first win in Montreal. Yeah, I'm, I think that's Brooksby on the other side. I can see Bublik with the leg koozie yes. there. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll sense a theme. Uh, right there, Bublik drop shot. Brooksby wins a point. Right here, drop shot, and Brooksby wins the point. Steve, it's going to go on and on and on. <laughs> it's the same play over and over. And it never ends well for Bublik. I don't Bublik drop shot, and Brooksby ends up takes it takes it a little longer this time, but he ends up winning the point. Steve, I don't I don't know if you see that the way we frame this entire thing. We're only going to see one pattern uh, the entire time. The fake drop shot, Brooksby in position with the clean pass, cross court in total control of this match from start to finish. Throws a nice little second serve in there. Bublik says, "I am out of here. I'll see you in Cincinnati." Brooksby, moving on. Don't drop shot Jensen Brooksby is what I took out of that highlight, Andy. You you don't want to do it. Brooksby getting his first win at that event. We go back to Toronto. The match you just called, CeCe. Venus Williams, the legend, taking on Jill Teichman. Tough matchup. You were saying Jill's at a career-high 21 in the world. This is a difficult draw for Venus. Yeah, it's so tough. Jill, like you said, is at a career high. She's had an incredible clay court season. Didn't have the best last few months, but clay was super yeah, strong. It's her favorite sure. surface Time and for. definitely continued that really good form in here today. And I think we were all so excited to see Venus play. She wasn't at the top of her game. I think Jill gave her a super hard time. Jill's a lefty, tough to play. She has a super heavy forehand. 
was able to move Venus, take her off the court with that that lefty forehand and did really well with her serve today too. There's really tough conditions for both players. Super windy. Both players struggled a bit with their serves, but Jill in the end was just a little bit more solid, was able to stay aggressive the whole time and, and took Venus off the court. So it was really good tennis from her. Jill with one L gets the W. Annette Contivate up next for Teichman. Venus Williams, we will see her on the road to the U.S. Open. We got the upset of the day, CC in Toronto. Madison Keys playing Asia Muhammad. Asia, as you know, has been killing it in doubles. Finals of Indian Wells, top 40 in the world. Going for the biggest singles win of her career, though, against Maddie. Yeah, and, you know, we've seen so many great doubles players transfer it into singles recently. We saw a great match from Storm Sanders today and here with Asia Mohammed. Asia was on a <laughs> close to 30-match win streak earlier in the year in singles and in doubles going into the BNP Paribas Open and, you know, obviously continuing great form here. She was able to just stay a bit more solid than Maddie today, used her slice, used her net game to move forward. They had a rain delay at 4-4 in the second set, but Asia came out swinging super strong like she was in the, in the first and beginning of the second and was able to get the biggest win of her career today. Congrats to her. Beat Andrea Petkovic, Donna Vekic in qualifying. She gets Jesse Pagula next, who, by the way, she knows really well because they won a doubles title earlier this year. Melbourne Summer Series actually clinched the BJK Cup for uh, Team USA in April. Some other results from today. Elena Rybakina, the Wimbledon champion, gets the win over Boshkova. Plus, Corinne Hatchinoff picking up a nice win. He made the semifinals here 2018-19. Both times lost to the eventual champ. As we enter the social net, see what's trending. And uh, for nearly a quarter century, our guy, Andy Roddick, at the top of this list, the most wins, first 100 ATP matches, Andy. Did you know you were at the top here? No, I, I love it. Well, I'm assuming someone broke it. I'm guessing it's Alcaraz. <laughs> it's nice when records get broken and you don't even know you had them. There he is. There he is. So yeah, he, I, in Umag in Croatia. For a million dollars, up. I couldn't have told you that. <laughs> Very perceptive, Andy Roddick. You, you see a record for a quarter century. You had it. And now look at Carlito, 75 after he got to the final there. Hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll bet on his upside a lot more than I would have ever, ever bet on my upside, Steve. I, you know I love the way this kid plays. I love his enthusiasm for the game, the work ethics there. Played a pretty heavy schedule post-Wimbledon, so we'll see how that kind of manifests itself. But listen, he's young, he's got the legs for it. Uh, well, well done. 42 wins this year, CeCe. What do you like most about Carlos Alcaraz's game? Oh, my gosh. I mean, he's just been so consistently good. He plays safe, but it's super aggressive and obviously loves the clay. But I really see his game transferring to all different surfaces, every surface. And, you know, I, I really think he's going to be w one of the greatest of all time for sure. Greatest of all. I love to hear that, Cece. One of the greatest of all time, Carlitos Alcaraz. Speaking of one of the goats, it is the 41st birthday of one Roger Federer today. Happy birthday, Roger. Uh, Andy, how are you going to celebrate Roger Federer's birthday today? I'm going to go cry into my pillow, just celebrate old times <laughs> uh, like like we used to, Steve. Uh, listen, I you know, you know I love Roger. 41 years old, unbelievable. Hair still looks perfect. Congratulations. <laughs> it, it, it really does. Andy, by the way, won his last match against Roger Federer. Uh, CeCe, how much longer do you think we're going to see Roger playing tennis? Oh, my gosh. I hope forever. I know that's not <laughs> realistic, but uh, I think we're all super excited to see him back in action later this year. And we're all just anxious to see him play a couple more times, just like the Williams sisters. So, yeah, just a blessing whenever we do get to see him play. Andy Roddick, what, what kind of a gift do you get for Roger Federer? 
uh, money. He doesn't have enough of it, Steve. Just straight cash. He, he doesn't. He doesn't want the. He, he, you know, he doesn't want the sentimental stuff. He just wants straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. <laughs> get him mossed. Get 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 that those dollar dollar bills out for Roger Federer. Love it. Gonna see him at the Labor Cup with the entire Big Four. Uh, coverage <laughs> begins tomorrow once again, 11 a.m. Eastern. TC Live, 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we'll see. Tonight it was a little bit later. Andy Roddick's going past 1 a.m. right now on the East Coast. We've got it all for you. Encore coverage all night long. Back to wrap up TC Live after this. Back on TC Live, it's what you've been waiting for. The hot shot of the day. None other than Serena Williams. Andy Roddick, what happened? This is what I love to see. Toronto show some respect for someone who's won 23 Grand Slam titles. The movement is what I'm looking for. The open stance back in. Another one, Steve. Cross-court line showing some variety. Running forehand. Movement scrappy-do right there. And then with the forehand, it says, I'll just finish this one off. Love seeing Serena Williams in full flight. We all are all better for having her back in the game, back in the winner's circle. Take one more look at the power. Vintage stuff, Steve Weisman. Put some respect on her name, <laughs> Serena Williams. Yes. Uh, look at our featured matches for Tuesday with some rain. Uh, the lineup is sick. Coco Goff against Maddie Brangle. Emma Raducanu in action. Naomi Osaka had a good week last week. Nick Kyrgios, who won singles and doubles in D.C. How about that Andy Murray Taylor Fritz who was supposed to be today? It's tomorrow. Sloan Stevens, Maria Sakri. Let's head back to Montreal for a preview with Danny and Prakash. All right, Steve P, the blockbuster matchup we were expecting to see on Monday has been pushed to Tuesday due to weather. That's Taylor Fritz and Andy Murray. How do you see this match playing out? Uh, I, I was hoping for Andy to have a have a great summer, but I, I think he's going to struggle. Uh, he struggled last week in D.C. in the heat. Taylor did as well. But I think just head-to-head, -head, I like the way Taylor's been playing just a bit more than Andy, and I'm not sure Andy has enough firepower to get Taylor on the back foot. Hoping for a great match and an even better weather on Tuesday here in Montreal. Back over to Santa Monica. All right, thanks so much. It's the big match. We've been talking about it for a while now, and it's been delayed, Andy. Murray, Fritz, what are the keys here for both guys? Well, Taylor Fritz, I, I think this is actually a pretty good matchup for him now. He's going to get a lot of a lot of balls to hit. I'm always fascinated uh, by watching the way that Andy Murray attempts to problem solve. Uh, frankly, and, and Murray would tell you this, he's going to have to play better than he did in Newport, uh, than he did in Washington. Uh, not his best form in those two tournaments. So he's still searching for something. Well, Fritz has had confidence uh, kind of locked in for the last couple of months. Uh, one thing that, that Murray's going to have to do is make first serves because Taylor Fritz is getting a bunch of second serves. He's going to be able to take uh, full swings, full cuts, and get take advantage early in rallies. Uh, I like Fritz getting through his service games a little bit easier uh, than Murray tomorrow. Uh, that might be the difference, but always fascinating to see how Murray tries to navigate his way through a match. And, and listen, he loves playing in Canada. He, he's a three-time champ there. Taylor Fritz has never won a match at this event, 0-3, so we'll see if that plays a factor as well. We always love, CC to see Coco. Coco Goff is in action on the verge of the top 10. She was so close to being in the top 10, and then Daria Kazakina goes off and wins San Jose. Uh, what do you expect to see in the match against Madison Brangle? Yeah, I mean, Coco's playing so well. She's going to get to the top 10, whether it was yes. last week, <laughs> this coming week, any week. She's going to get there. I think with Madison Brangle, um, you know, she's definitely a tricky player. I don't see her doing much damage 
And uh, I really see Coco just just being too solid overall and, and not really being phased by by Brangles, you know, kind of junky shots, slice shots, things like that. So, yeah, I, I see Coco getting through that pretty easily. All right, Andy Roddick, it's time for some instant analysis. First, TC Live for the great CC Bellis. What do you think? How did it go? She's creating quite the uh, the shadow for herself. Great stuff after a long day, Steve. Not like me, where you just work 30 minutes of time. <laughs> she did a full day's work <laughs> a la Weiss Mania. Good to have you with us, CC. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Good to be here. You crushed it, CC. <laughs> it is great to have you on TC Live. Great to have you back here tomorrow calling matches. Andy will be back on TC Live tomorrow. Andy, I won't make you do the Rich Eisen show with me tomorrow. So just one job for you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for watching TC Live. Encore coverage next.